0: Alright, welcome to the Fit Man's podcast. This is the podcast for the modern day man that wants to be fit, healthy and successful all whilst keeping their social life intact. I'm your host, Blair Sangster and I'm gonna be coming at you with practical tips, actionable steps for you guys to implement into your own lives, covering pretty much everything from training, nutrition, mindset and lifestyle for you guys to become and stay modern day it men so get yourselves ready get ready to take some mental notes and let's get stuck in to today's episode all right welcome back to another episode of the fit man's podcast it is the 17th of january today 2022 which i think is actually what they call blue monday which to be honest i think is a bullshit name um blue monday i don't I don't really know the origins of it, but I know that it's supposed to be, you know, the Monday where people give up the Monday, like the third Monday of January where that kind of like new year, new me thing is worn off. And yeah, people are just starting to find it difficult. The kind of original kick of motivation is wearing off. And it's now just kind of like, ah, shit, like this is now hard. It's dark, it's cold. At least if you're living in the UK like me, you might be somewhere else which is which could be a lot better than that but anyway that's not the point of today's podcast there's probably a shitload of content going about going out right now about blue monday but instead what i'm going to talk about is sustainable weight loss or sustainable fat loss right now it's a term that gets thrown around a lot in the kind of fitness industry and obviously in the weight loss industry and all this kind of stuff right now I'm going to kind of take you through what what I think one the kind of general understanding of general weight loss is and then two what my understanding of general of of sustainable weight loss sorry I should have said earlier is so pretty much like when I when I hear the term sustainable weight loss what I think most people will think about is you know it's fat loss or weight loss that you can keep up you know over a long period of time which you know that's correct there's not there's nothing wrong with thinking that's what it is, because essentially that is what it is, right? It's just a sustainable way of losing body fat, a sustainable way of losing weight. Now, the only thing for me, right, is I actually prefer to sort of define it in a different way. So to me, it's it's more about the, the kind of after the fat loss phase or the diet phase or the weight loss phase, right? To me, there's no such thing as actual, like actual, sustainable weight loss because no matter what kind of way you choose to lose weight it's it's always going to be unsustainable because if we are actually losing weight and losing body fat and we are in the the calorie deficit as if it's like some sort of god the calorie deficit (laughs) we're you know we're in a calorie deficit then like that and that alone is technically an unsustainable place to be because we're technically you know, like starving ourselves our bodies of enough food as what it, as to what it needs to survive to to kind of keep up its current state so if we're eating at a level less than that then it's going to like eventually it's going to become unsustainable right so for me what makes a a fat loss phase or a diet or whatever sustainable is actually, like I say, the time after it. So after your diet's finished, after you've lost X amount of weight, X amount of body fat, it's like the period after that's important, right? And to be honest, that is probably the period that most people don't have a plan for and that most people also fuck up, right? Because more often than not, there's a big kind of, you know, release. <laughs> your are dieting down to a certain date, to a certain event, whatever it is. And then when that date or that event or whatever has happened, it's kind of, it's hard to motivate yourself to go back into it. Because even if you, th- I think I actually got cut off there. But the point I was making was, even if you think you're going to be able to get straight back into it, chances are you will find it harder. And I'm speak I can say this from a place of personal experience and from seeing it in clients before right because it is difficult when you have had the kind of whatever it was event or whatever holiday to then go straight back into what you're doing before and then the problem i have with that is that then it's kind of like you're just continuously dieting continuously trying to lose fat like if you actually get to the point where you're happy you don't need to keep losing body fat you don't need to keep losing weight completely complete side note could be like obviously you don't want to just lose weight to make you happy because chances are that's probably not what's going to make you happy there's probably a lot more going on there but anyway what i'm getting at today is it's not that right so the the problem i've got with it right is that more often than not if people talk about the term sustainable weight loss sustainable fat loss and like i've said it's to me it's not the the method that, that of fat loss that they use or the diet they choose that's important right it's actually as I say, what they do after. And if, if if after a diet, then if you just go back to old ways, then you're going to put the weight back on and you're going to put the fat back on. And then surely in that case, your your diet or your weight loss has been you know proved unsustainable. Because if you're going through the motions where you you seem to lose the same, like five to 10 kilos once a year, right? Um, you know, maybe between January and January, very much April, May, you do really well you lose five ten kilos and then the rest of the year you kind of put it back on and it's like this cycle going through or maybe it's you know a shorter cycle than that whatever but surely if that's the case then what you were doing is unsustainable because although it works in terms of getting you the weight loss that you want you can't keep it so like i've said the method that you choose shouldn't be the thing that you decide or that you what's word what i'm looking for That you deem sustainable or unsustainable it should actually be the the period afterwards so and I'm going to get into more of this in a second right but just before I do like I want to give a couple examples so you know even just two examples of how you could go about losing weight right so there's to kind of cover two of the extremes maybe you could go in like a fairly shallow calorie deficit right over a long period of time now that by the sounds of it, would sound like a more sustainable choice, right? Because it's probably going to be easier for you to adhere to over a longer period of time. Now, that's kind of like a marathon runner chipping away, right? A marathon runner just chipping away, even like an ultra marathon runner or like a cyclist who's doing hundreds of miles, right? Just chipping away one mile at a time, yeah? Now, that that would definitely be uh, for for the actual diet phase that would be a sustainable approach because the more aggressive we get with a calorie deficit the harder it's going to be to adhere to that deficit right and the more the the less chance sorry you're probably going to have of like you know fucking up your diet and you know going backwards so on the face of it yeah that probably does sound like the more sustainable one whereas the other extreme is like going for a super aggressive diet but that would be over a shorter period of time now that's more like if you're thinking of a marathon runner before doing it this way with more aggressive deficit is more like a hundred meter sprinter you know running intervals but the key is in between each interval they're gonna have a rest so if you're doing it this way you're better off doing like two weeks ten days whatever it is, like super aggressive and then a week where you're just back at your kind of maintenance level calories and then two weeks aggressive or ten days whatever it is, and then one week back at your maintenance calories now if you're not sure what i'm talking about there please please drop me a message on more than on instagram or wherever more than happy to help you work out what approach might be better for you what what an aggressive deficit what a shallow deficit and even what your maintenance is right um just to give you a bit of advice there if you're totally stuck so more than happy to do that anyway the key like i said there with that aggressive approach is like is the rest so you're not doing that consistently because that would definitely be unsustainable right but the kind of key here right is that along the way the doesn't actually doesn't matter if you choose the, the the marathon running style or the sprinter style you know obviously the shallow deficit versus the aggressive deficit but what does matter is that along the way or throughout the process and this is going to sound super fucking cliche but you develop new habits right and you have to become the person that does xyz whatever that is to to keep the shape that you've worked hard to get, right? Because if you, it doesn't matter which of those two methods I've gone through you do, if you then just revert back to old ways, like I said, you will probably put the weight back on and you haven't actually learned anything along the way in terms of how how to make the weight loss that you have achieved sustainable, right? Because more often than not, as I said, we might, we might go for something more aggressive over a shorter period of time, which as I say, there's nothing wrong with that, but then you know that you can't keep that up forever because what you are doing is, is, in terms of that specific deficit is not sustainable. so that when you come off it, you, but you don't know the kind of middle ground, right? And that's why I kind of feel the way I do about these kind of like eight week challenges or you know whatever it is, relatively short term challenges, weight loss challenges for whatever reason. That's why I don't like them and that's why I don't think they're sustainable, right? Because the person doing it, like I say, doesn't learn anything and they ha- also haven't been doing it long enough to actually learn how to s- sustain the results that they've got. Like those pro- those challenges are good at getting results, right? I-, I I don't really know of any off the top of my head, but I bet you if you do a semi-decent 8, 12, 6-week challenge, whatever it is, you will get decent results because if they give you a training program, they give you a you know meal plan to follow why wouldn't you get good results if you follow it? Of course you would. But what I'm saying is it's after that, like what, how can you keep that up? Because you can't just keep redoing that eight weeks over and over, right? So my kind of take on it is that most people either know how to aggressively diet, or maybe not even aggressively diet, but just how to continuously diet, or they know how to, you know, revert back to go back put back on the fat put back on the weight they don't actually know how the middle ground of how to just keep keep off the weight that they've worked hard to get off because that should be the hard bit the hard bit should be the fucking getting the weight off right losing the body fat getting the abs to show whatever it is but really when you're there it, it doesn't actually there's not as there's not as much sacrifice needed but 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 big but you have to have developed and learned along the way and become the person who, this is gonna sound so like woo woo, right? Become the person who has a six pack, right? You need to kind of become that person before you get it. And then you need to keep up some of the habits, not all of them, but some of the habits that you were doing along the way to get there, right? Let's say, you know, just as off the top of my head here, let's say, for example, you were were really, really on it with like the arbitrary 10,000 steps every single day when you were in this diet phase, right? And then you come off it, and you can't really be fucked to do 10,000 steps every day anymore because you've done it for so long, which is probably fairly reasonable. So, but you probably don't have to do 10,000 to sustain where you are because 10,000 was getting you close, was in a place where you were in a deficit and you were pushing harder and losing more weight and expending more energy. So you could probably quite happily drop that to 7,000, but then I find what people do is they drop it to 7,000, they feel shit because they've not done their 10,000, which is what got them results they want in the first place, and then they feel guilty, they eat shit, Training goes out the window and then that's when the whole kind of snowball effect reverse revert back to old ways comes in so it's kind of understanding that you don't have to do that right so this is why like even the last episode i put out right was about the kind of expectations for your goals in 2022 when it comes to your physique your fitness your health right like that's and to me this is why it's important that a process like this does take time like literally last week i laid out An 18 month to two year period of how you can go around you know really massively improving your physique and potentially end that period with like the package of all packages (laughs) in terms of the best physique condition you have ever been in by a fucking mile but the point is if you do it too fast then you don't learn along the way so you know that, that that's it for me right like there's there is there's no such thing as sustainable weight loss because we are in that we're in a calorie deficit which is you know by definition unsustainable for what we're doing we're unbalanced right but it's more what makes a, a period of weight loss or fat loss sustainable or not is more what comes afterwards right what comes after the diet how how have you what have you learned along the way how are you going to adapt the approach that you've just done in order to sustain your results understand that you don't actually have to do as much as you maybe were prior doing by all means if you want like what i find happens is people really end up really enjoying the training so they want to train more which is cool but they realize they like two things there if you then train more you need to eat more and then also if you're no longer needing to be in a diet then you need to eat more anyway and then that's where the kind of gray area comes in where people feel like they're eating more they're kind of losing out and then it's it's gray and then the snowball effect comes in and boof, everything goes up in smoke and you're you know a month two three months later you're back where you started so that's that's my take on it right that's my take on it let me know if you agree or not i would love to hear from you um and then like i say if you need any help on it just um just give me a shout but do you know what as well like this is honestly why it's worth getting a coach to guide you with this kind of stuff because, like, and I'm not just saying this, like, that it should be me. I might not be the right coach for you, and I, you know, I totally appreciate that. There might be someone else better, but it's literally what coaches do for a living is like guide you through this. And it's, it actually hurts me whenever, like, if I have a client, right, that signs up and then leaves just after they've got a good result, I, it, It hurts because I just think, mate, like we need to have some time at this level where you can understand how to sustain it because it it is very difficult. And with, I think it's very difficult to do without guidance. And like, I I went through this phase so many times myself, right? Where I would lose fat or body weight or whatever it was. And then I'd go back on, off, on, off, on, and it was dust all over the place. And it's not really until you have, like now I've been doing this for like, I mean, (sighs) Probably, I mean, I've been training for like 13, 14 years, right? But seriously taking taking this stuff or like into this stuff for maybe like five, six years, right? And I'm still learning things about me and about what suits, like how I can work out what suits me best at different times in the year. So like that's... It, should be more than enough reason to get a coach to help guide you with this kind of stuff right like you wouldn't go out and service your own car would you like you wouldn't if your car needs a service or your fucking engine i don't know gets tanked then you're not gonna unless you're a mechanic then fair enough but you're probably not gonna fix it yourself right you're probably gonna take it to an expert to help you fix it so i don't really know why people sometimes don't feel that way about themselves and about their like their health their physique their fitness like Why is it that everyone is looking for a shortcut? Because ultimately, I'm trying to think of an analogy there. Ultimately, taking the shortcut is literally going to take you the long way around because you're just going to get the result, go back, get the result, go back, and then all of a sudden it's like two years later and you're kind of still in the same position. Whereas if you just started at like where you were, took your time with things, spent time at your maintenance, spent time getting used to, you know the the new habits that you've developed but maybe not as extreme as you were in your diet phase then two years later as i've said before you could be in the literally the peak condition physically and i mean if you're in peak condition mentally high chance you're going to be peak condition sorry physically high chance you're also going to be a peak condition mentally and just fucking emotionally as well right then two years later down both those processes one of them you're in fucking tip-top shape all round. The other one, you've been in like okay shape three or four times along the way, but it's kind of like, meh, I've got to go through that process again. So, I mean, I know what I would choose, right? So, So there you go. Now, if what I've spoken about today has kind of spurred something on in you, then please reach out to me, drop me a message on Instagram or wherever saying NTN, saying tell me more, saying info, whatever you want, And all I will do is I will ask you a couple of questions. Just one, for me to kind of get to know what you're after a little bit more and two, to make sure I can definitely help with what it is you want to achieve. And then we'll honestly just take it from there. Like I try and keep things super casual in terms of, I don't want it to be like, you know, you're you're applying for a job or anything, right? It's just, you're inquiring about getting some coaching. So if you would like my help and you want to find out a bit more, then please drop me a message. Other than that, have a fantastic week. Look out for another episode next week. As always, if this has helped you, please, please, please post it on your story. Share it on your story. Send it to a friend who might need to listen to it. It's like, I'm sure it helps the podcast. I don't actually know, but I'm sure sure it does. So yeah, anyway, have a good one. Cheers.